Well, hello there. Welcome to Junk to Jewels podcast with George Edbeck. And allow me to introduce myself. I am George Edbeck. This podcast is inspired by my book, my first book called Junk to Jewels, A Journey from Brokenness and Despair to Beauty and Delight. Many years ago, I was rescued by God, literally a rescue, definitely in the spiritual sense. And that book talks about how God intervenes in our lives and how he showed up for me and my daughter at the very lowest time in my life when my marriage was falling apart up north and he showed up. I, I married very young. Hindsight's 2020. You learn a lot after I learned about generational repeats. I learned some of the whys of, of why I do what I did and do what I do and, and who I am and, and what my purpose is. And this, this podcast is meant to encourage and inspire and educate and mentor others who also might be healing from their past and the present for their future and to help people learn their, their own purpose. We each have a destiny purpose. We're all gifted. And I'm here to encourage you in your walk, this journey through life. So the book talks about how when I was at my very lowest, I cried out on the floor of a dream home closet. It was supposed to be the dream home on a brook in Guilford, Connecticut. And someone heard, someone greater than me. Now, I don't know about you. As a little girl, I always believed in God, and I love God with all my heart. Years later, I actually said a prayer and invited Jesus in my heart to be my Lord and Savior. It was beautiful, and I felt loved. And the, the Bible started coming alive for me. I read my Bible, and I tried to follow my Bible. I participated in church services and youth group and started volunteering and also you know, started to volunteer to help share the gospel, to help others, to share the good news. But at that time, I didn't understand fully my walk with the Lord. I did all of the talking. Maybe, maybe you can relate. I'm definitely a talker. I'm definitely, I learned I'm a communicator. It's my primary language words, spoken and written. And I did all of the talking. I did not know that God has a personal plan for each of us. I did not know this. And I'm glad I found out. And I want to share that with you. So someone answered that prayer of despair. I was broken, devastated, scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. I felt so alone. I felt so hurt, <laughs> so abandoned and rejected. The rejection just took over and shame and guilt. And I felt so horrible. I was a young mom. I remember we married young, so I was about 18. We were married for about 10 and a half years. Um, uh, Three years after being married, we had our daughter. And then three years after that, we moved into, into our dream home. And that's when things really started to fall apart. And divine appointments, something just started orchestrating details. And that was God. Divine things after another, just amazing. And it's a beautiful journey. So I'm going to talk about that journey throughout this podcast and and we're going to share bits and pieces from the book. And once the book comes out, we'll share that with you all. And I'm a reader. I'm a learner. 
and I will talk about books throughout these shows as well. So you'll learn about myself. You're going to meet my husband, Scott Beck, and you're going to learn all about him as well. Uh, We'll be on the show together at times, and there will be different segments we do, such as how to heal from divorce. Scott is my second chance guy. He's my Boaz, and you're going to learn all about what that means um, in upcoming shows. And I will talk about the various books I read and give a plug for all the authors and writers out there. I never knew I was a writer until my years with God in my healing years. He started putting that in my heart and I'm a journaler and I'm a big proponent for journaling. So we'll talk about that a lot. We're going to talk about a lot of things and I'll probably repeat a lot of things because that's how we talk and think sometimes. Uh, books to have a fine job with editors and a whole team that help us not be redundant in speech. I'm so thankful for that. I'm I'm known as a heart matter girl because I, I believe heart matters matter. They do. And I am the one to go there emotionally. And I have no problem being honest and vulnerable with you. I have found that through every book I've read, when a writer was sharing their thoughts and heart and they were truthful and authentic, I got the most out of it. I received the most information and was open to to hear what they had to say and and listen and read. And and so I'm the same way. You're going to get truth and honesty from me. Embarrassingly so at times. And that's what my book, my book is very raw. (laughs) It took a lot of years to write. It took a lot of years to be willing to be willing to be vulnerable and open and to share it with other eyes, especially professionals, especially those that are in the writing business. I was scared. My heart was on the page. My very worst of myself, the junk was out there. And I was afraid to be judged, afraid to be criticized, afraid to feel that shame and awfulness and to feel ugly. And I've always felt those things. I come from a background of insecurity. I always struggle with those emotions of being less than the odd one out, the unfavored one, and definitely felt ugly and not pretty. And I always, I did always feel fat and overweight and and I wasn't. But of course, what you believe about yourself, you bring about. And I learned that too. And I've learned that no matter what, I am beautiful. And so are you. You are beautiful. And we are valued. And we have much to offer. We have so many gifts. And God loves us beyond our understanding. This is my office space that you're seeing. And I'm going to describe it for our listeners. My office is jam-packed. It is time for a promotion for this girl. I need a bigger office that has more shelves. I collect books. I collect stories. I am a story person myself. So books inspire me. I, I have become what I've read. The Bible was my favorite book, has changed me, transformed me inside and out. And every single word I've read these past decades have changed me. Fiction, autobiography, memoirs, nonfiction, self-help, spiritual books, faith books, every kind of genre I I just, I love. And through the years before social media and the internet, I would try to write notes to the authors to encourage them and thank them for their work because it takes a lot of work to complete a book. It takes a lot of um, courage to share innermost thoughts and fears and feelings. And I value that. And I respect that in others because that has helped me become who I am. And now it's going to be my great pleasure 
and, and, and it had become a big dream to be that writer and speaker of Heart Matters that God has called me to. He gives us one word, writer. And then all of a sudden people are saying to me, you should be an inspirational speaker. He gives you hints throughout the years of who you are and what you are. And it's our job to learn how to pay attention. And so I encourage you, since your childhood, what did you do as a little girl? What did you do when you were small? And then through the years, what is your passion? What do you do for free? I am passionate about learning and reading and gathering stories. I get so excited to learn someone else's story, what their journey was, what they learned, what were their heartaches, what did they cry about, what made them happy, what made them sad. And I I just, oh, I could soak it in. My house is full of books. So this space behind me has pictures. I'm a photo girl. I'm a visual girl. And the peacock, you can't see the whole picture, but a peacock has symbolism for me that God brought to me. His, his, I learned about that too. His very first symbolism to me was the, the, the butterfly and the, the, the worm, the caterpillar turning into that butterfly. And that was where I was at the time in life. And, you know, the footprints poem that spoke to me greatly more so later when my life fell apart. And God literally was carrying me like that poem. And then one day he had me look down and today I wear the cross. But for many years before my marriage broke, I had just gotten the footprint heart shaped necklace with the footprints on it to symbolize that poem. And I didn't know the significance of that poem and what it meant entirely until one day I felt just a nudge to notice my necklace. And then I looked up the poem and I read it and I prayed and God really just said, look, I am carrying you through this right now. It's going to be okay. And it's cool. So this wasn't the first book I've read, of course. I've read many and I'll, I, I can't wait to share with you as, as they come up in our topics. But Stephen Covey, he wrote Aspire and Discovering Your Purpose Through the Power of Words. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He, uh, Stephen Covey wrote the foreword, but Kevin Hall is the author of Aspire. And Kevin, thank you so much because... I've come back to your book over and over. Um, as you can see, I have every time I read a book, I, well, you can't see it. I've tried to date <laughs> and there's dates every time I sh- show up and read it. But I would pray through this book and I learned I'm a few things. I definitely inspire people. I encourage. I'm very passionate. So each of the words he talks about in his book, Aspire, he gives the root meaning of the word, which adds that much understanding of what it is and what it entails. And he talks about all sorts of other words, empathy, coach, all in, all in as an O-L-L-I-N. And I like that. Integrity. So thank you. And and this is who I am. And together we're going to help you discover who you are if you don't know already. But that's one book I definitely recommend. So God did the rescue. I'm right, I wrote a book. It's in final editing. It, Lord willing, I'm hoping it comes out in 2024, probably after this winter, hoping by spring. But you know, the, the publication business is is has its own timetable and it will come out when it's supposed to come out. And we'll talk about it before it comes out because we'll have a book launch team. And if you're interested in being on this book launch team, please send me a private message on Instagram, Facebook, and those are the two main places you can find me. And of course, uh, the website, Georgette Beck, is in process. You could also contact me through that website. 
So through the years, God shared what my purpose was to inspire, encourage, educate, and mentor others to help them heal from their past in the present for the future as they discover their God-given purpose and destiny. And through that, he showed me I would be a writer and speaker of Heart Matters. He gave me impressions to talk about my books I read, because every book, there's so much I've learned, and it's not just for my enjoyment, but I was marking pages, and I wanted to share what I was learning with others, and I just didn't have the platform for that. And I got the idea for a book talk, and I I put out some YouTube videos many years ago, the beginner that I was and am. I'm just starting out in this, and I honestly, fear kept me from trying a long time ago. I would dabble here and there. And maybe you understand and can respect that fear of failure. And actually, I learned fear of success was more scary for me because fear of the unknown, guys. When you're trying to prevent issues and prevent struggles and definitely prevent rejection and criticism and abandonment coming at you and fear of loss of love, you pick and choose where you show up and who you talk to. It's very hard sometimes and it gets exhausting. So when you become more healed, you just go for it. And so I'm so thankful to Brad. (laughs) He was referred to by a friend and I said, I need help to do a podcast. And he said, let's, let's do it. Let's just do it. He does this professionally and a huge shout out for him. He just set me up in my office here on his own time. So I'm very thankful for his help to get it going. It takes a team. It takes a village to raise children and it takes a village to bring creative endeavors forth into reality. So I'm grateful for that courage, that confidence that he's helped provide. And it's hard to do something you've never done before. And I was afraid to mess up. Again, a lot of fears. But the fear of success brings that fear of unknown. And that's more scary than anything because you don't know how something's going to go and it could totally change your life. And I believe this is going to change our lives for the better, for not just myself, but for all of the hearts who come to this show and who listen or watch on the YouTube or any other channel there. I, I believe there's words that will help us. God spoke life into existence with the spoken word. Words are important. What we think, what we say matters. And I am a product of that. Either way, the junk grew from my believing I was less than I had no value, unworthy. And then once I learned that I was of value, I was beautiful. I started growing in those directions and attracting other people into my life that continued that messaging. So from that, the writer speaker of Heart Matters, I also dreamed about starting a a nonprofit because I was that single mom for a lot of years. I prayed for the miracle. I prayed for restoration. It didn't happen for me, but God restored and healed me personally. That did happen. And through the years as a single mom, he provided all kinds of help and support. And I can't wait to share those details with you in the book and and during our podcast shows, upcoming shows. But the name started with hearts because that was his first symbolism with the heart and the footprint prone. And then hearts came to me later one day on a really bad day I was working and I had reached another low level point and I was really crying out to God in prayer. My daughter comes into the office where I'm working at the time. She found a heart-shaped rock 
with a heart-shaped leaf, not just the rock, but the leaf too. And she gave it to me. And God, that was his sign that I love you, Georgette. I see you. It's going to be okay. And he'll do that for us. He'll send people, things. He'll bring words. He'll bring something to your attention to speak to you, to give you a message. And that was the first heart. And now I have a whole basket full of heart-shaped rocks. So I collect those too. I collect a lot of things that show, that inspire and show things. But Bella Healing Hearts and here's my little mug and here's the card and the business card, Bella Healing Hearts Foundation. You can learn more about this nonprofit that was just started last year. It's infant stages here. uh, Bellyhealinghearts.org. The website is there. If you have a heart for the single mom, single dad and their children, feel free to check out this website. If you desire to donate and help fund what we're doing and hope to do, please consider that. If you are in the area and want to serve on our board of directors, we are developing that board now. We need people that understand. You know, as a single mom, you struggle. I struggled. I cried a lot. (laughs) I had one daughter and some of my single moms and dads, there's a lot of single dads out there that are struggling with more than one child. I had one and so many other people that I know have, have two or more. And it is hard. Never mind financial struggles. I definitely was struggling financially. That was the the largest heartache throughout all those years was, are we going to be homeless? <laughs> and there was moments where any day, like we could have lost housing. Uh, eviction notices happened. Um, car trouble. That was the other one. That That was random. You never knew when your car was going to break down. And that would throw us over the edge because there was never enough money ever. And we did it, you know, day by day. Sometimes we rob Peter, pay Paul scenario. But throughout those years, I got to tell you, God's a faithful God. And he kept us. He took care of my daughter and I in so many miracle, miraculous ways. And I always knew how people helped my daughter and I that I wanted to give back. I wanted to do that, too. And there's a huge epiphany I had one night when I was an insurance agent. I had become an insurance agent and starting to learn the business and doing that, listening to music late at night. I just knew I wasn't going to do that forever. I wanted to serve God in a greater way, and I wanted to help people and make a difference in their lives. I love that. Uh, make your, make a difference. Let's see. Take Make a difference. Make it happen. The flash dance uh, song movie is coming to my mind. Uh, that was my first motto. I had my little motto, and then it's grown since then. But it's called Bally Healing Hearts Foundation. And we desire that my mission has expanded out to that nonprofit's mission. We desire to encourage and inspire and educate and mentor and help those that are in that season. And here's what... We hope to do. We hope to provide support, mentoring, education through educational scholarships and education, financial assistance as we have funding um, for various needs. Um, the thing is, we just desire to give a leg up during a, a, temp- a temporary season. Some, it, it's not forever being a single parent, and some it might be. Whatever your purpose and destiny is that God, you know, that God orchestrates. But it just takes that little extra help 
to keep the home front loving and kind and peaceful and stress-free. Um, this kind of help prevents child abuse, <laughs> prevents divorce the second time around. Because if you can learn after your first divorce or second, if you can learn from that and heal from that and ask the questions what happened, the next time the chances of a more healthier relationship and a long-term uh, stable situation increase. And plus for the children, they experience abandonment and rejection and insecurity. Oh my gosh, they, they get it hit hard when a, when a relationship breaks up. When their mom and dad split, they feel that and they don't know how to handle those emotions. It is a rough ride for the adults and more so for the children because they don't have the outlet. They don't know how to speak and articulate their feelings. And that shows up in various ways. But when people provide help to the parent, so they learn how to do life. That's what I was doing too as a young mom. I had to learn how to do life. I learned I was emotionally immature because of some family background things going on that I learned about and got counseling. And I participated, yes, with counselors. I recommended highly. And I participated in all kinds of support groups and Bible groups and, and faith-based groups. And every single one added to us and helped. That made a difference for myself and my daughter. Once we learn, you know, better thinking and ask those hard questions, why I am the way I am and what happened, that opens up the door for wonderful wisdom to come to you and knowledge that you can make different choices and learn things. And it benefited my daughter and I. I became a more stable woman. I became more whole and healthy. And then God restored education in my life. And I'm a proponent of education. I'm an educator. God brought back college. I got to tell you, after high school, I had all plans in place to go to Oral Roberts University. I was an honor student. I graduated with honors and I was a business person and I had strong business skill sets. And I wanted to get a complete and go to college and get my degrees and then serve the Lord. I knew that then. But uh, fear of loss of love, the love that I perceived at the time with my then boyfriend, who became uh, my husband, I did not leave home. I decided not to go to college because the plans were we were going to get married. And a year later, after high school, that's what exactly what we did. And then I worked in um, my dad's business, a commercial landscape firm. And I worked my way up there. I started working there as an errand girl, freshman year of high school. And worked my way up to receptionist, secretary, became office manager, left for a while to work in a law firm and came back. He brought me back as office manager. So I am so grateful. My dad has taught me great work ethic. I learned a lot. And yeah, fear. <laughs> God restores those destiny moments because that was a destiny decision. And it caused a lot of pain. See, I thought I was doing the right thing by trying to be a good Christian girl and marry the right way and follow the Bible. And I met him in church. So, of course, he should be the one, right? No. Ask the questions. No. And, of course, there were warning signs. There was lots of warning signs. And I didn't even know how to read them. They went right over my head. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Bella Healing Hearts Foundation. That is it took a lot of years to uh, bring about, and it's brand new. Like I said, we need teams, we need funders, we need partners. We're going to create mentoring programs for the youth and for adults. Um, my husband and I, we actually uh, facilitated a support group this last year uh, in partnership with Calvary PSL Church here in Florida. And it was beautiful. We got to meet some single parents and mentor with them and pray with them and walk with them and get to know them and meet their children and do life with them. And we stay in touch even now. We saw a lot of prayers get answered in our group. And that was the other thing. We got to see them thrive. And, you know, we they have bad days, hard days and then great days. And, and, and we wanted to shoulder some of that life burden with them and walk with them. And that's what we hope to expand upon with the nonprofit is to provide support, mentoring, just a conversation. If someone needs prayer, a cup of coffee, we want to be that place they could pick up the phone and call. And then also, of course, we provide referrals with there's so many excellent nonprofits in our community for sure, but yours too. Look around. There's so many great people out there with huge hearts wanting to help. And so that's what we do is we, all right, I might not be able to meet your need in this area, but I know another nonprofit that can, and we refer them out. And that's what it's about helping in general like that. But the other thing is a mentorship program. I had the great pleasure of of volunteering and working with Boys and Girls Club. Shout out to them. They do excellent work. As a single mom, that's where my daughter went after school and I couldn't afford extra things and they helped provide aftercare. So my daughter was safe and had a safe place to be while I worked and it was affordable. They made it affordable. They provided a discount for me and I was able to pay those, those fees. As you all, parents everywhere know, childcare is very, very, very expensive and it's hard. It's another financial thing. So that was that was awesome. So they they helped me during that time. And then later I I you know partner with them as a as a donor or what have you. Um I became a big sister. So big brother, big sister. I I recommend them highly. Um especially to single parent households because they provide that other person that could be their buddy. And a lot of times our kids don't talk with the parents. They don't have that, you know, they don't want to share like that you know, we're their parent, you know, we're their mom and dad. So having that other person be in their life is, is helpful. And I got to see and learn about a lot of situations and, and children are so vulnerable. And so that's why we want to provide some mentoring, that extra friend uh, that's in process. And the other one is educational scholarships, because like education, like I said, I, I'm an educator, God restored education to me. And I was a teacher in the classroom for a while on and off in different places. And I love the children and I love mentoring them, but I'm meant to be a teacher outside the classroom and God bless all my teacher friends everywhere day in and day out. They have a quite the challenge um, to be the best they can be with their students day in and day out when there's a lot of things coming at them in the classroom scenario. So there's mentoring and, and education. We provide scholarships to high school seniors that come from the single parent household to give that leg up because if they didn't qualify for Bright Futures, for instance, what then? So we want to provide 
education, and that includes technical school. If they want to go learn how to become an electrician, a plumber, um, a nurse, a physical therapist, we want to help pave those funds. So we're starting out small. We partnered with another agency, St. Lucie County Foundation, and we um, presented two scholarships to two two young students. And uh, we're so excited to have done that. And we hope to do even more and then someday have our own scholarship program. And to the point of we, the great dream is to pay the whole education so that they have this skill set. They can have something to create a life for themselves and someday their future family and to be whole (laughs) and to give their gift out and to use what their gifts are for the better of us all. So that's the dream. So check that out. Enough about that. I just wanted to introduce myself uh, for this first episode and to share my heart with you a bit. And all along this journey, we invite you to share your hearts, to stay in touch. So Junk to Jewels, the journey from brokenness and despair to beauty and delight inspired this podcast. It inspires our whole platform coming out um, with all the Junk to Jewels things that will be coming out. There will be um, courses and programs and of course, talks. We'll do group settings and things like that. It's all in process. It's being developed and it'll come out layer by layer as it's meant to. Um, But these things work together. So on the professional side, just so you know my background and and where I come from, um, I know when I meet new people, I ask those questions. Tell me about yourself. So I was the inspiration for my mom and dad to get married. So I come from a Polish background. Uh, My grandparents on my dad's side uh, came from England. Uh, Both of them were in World War II, and I learned about some of those things, and that's part of uh, why my dad was the way he was, and then I learned about my mom's parents. They're from Ohio originally, that, that clan, and my mom and dad, they did not have a lot of great examples to follow when they started their journey and as new parents, but they just shined. Uh, They just did above and beyond. And they were great. They're great parents. My mom's no longer with us. We lost my mom in 2017. And that started a whole season in in our life. I call it, it was a season of transition. God had shown to me a season of loss and transition. Whole bunch of things went down. (laughs) Actually, that season uh, gave us the final push and motivation to kick this season off. And this is the season of fulfillment for myself. I know each of us are in different places in life. Uh, There's valleys and there's mountaintops. Um, I don't know where you are right now, but rest assured they're called seasons for a reason and they don't last. We're not on that mountaintop forever. You know, there's not, in life's mix, I call it mixed blessings. They're so intertwined. You can't have the happy without the sad. It's yin and yang. And there's good and there's bad. And throughout life, this is what it is, our journey. And it's about learning how to keep our focus up on God and our focus on right things and knowing what our thoughts are. But my parents, they did an awesome job raising us three children. And then later in my older years, they adopted a baby. So my sister, Rachel, came along and God, we love her. And and we just learned a lot. So I thank them. I'm very thankful for how they did their parenting. Um, but there is there is uh, some things, as in any family, there's dynamics and there's reasons people do what they do and you don't understand as a child. And then as you get older 
and you start reading books, uh, going to support groups as led, you learn things. It doesn't take the pain away of maybe some of the things that hurt your heart or my heart, but it helps. Understanding, actually God calls it when he reveals truth, truth may hurt, but truth brings healing and and a breath of fresh air. And that's what was happening in my own journey as I learned things about myself and my family. Remember I said I collect a lot of pictures. Those are authors in the background. I would find opportunities to meet the people that I've read their book. (laughs) I get really excited about a really good book and I try to find them now. I get to find them on social media and follow their page. And so you get to kind of see what they're about and learn more about them. And especially if they have a second book or a third book come out. And that's what I usually try to do. I support all the other authors and writers out there by reading their book, by also talking about their book. I would do quotes on my social media page. And now with this podcast, I'll get to invite them to be a guest and or just talk about their work here with you. And I love it. It's great. So I don't know if you can see, but I was on Jen Hatmaker's book launch team uh, for the love and helped her other books on her teams too. And we got to meet Lewis Howes. I was participating in his school of greatness and that was excellent. And he's the one, thank you, Lewis. I was chosen as one of the students. It was random, but nothing's really random. You'll learn. I was chosen for him to critique my current goal. And I shared with him how I wanted to be a writer and I have this book. And he goes, well, how long has it been in process? And I said, well, a couple of decades, <laughs> a lot of years. And he's like, you know what, Georgette? It really, because at the time it was set to be a memoir, but he he's one of the ones because you could, you know, who knows you? That It's like, do people know you? Do you even want to buy your memoir? No, I did not have a following. And I, I currently do not have the largest following even now as we start. So he's the one that suggested, well, turn it into a nonfiction how to or helpful, like how to help someone. And I want you to create an outline and have it for the next session. And I freaked out, of course, because that that fear, I, I, I had perfectionist tendencies. You know, that's called procrastination. I overthink, overplan, over-research, and overdo for those reasons. And he's like, Georgette, how long have you been working on this book? Of like, A lot of years. You already know it. You already know what it's about, what the intent is, what the purpose Look at your chapters and create a whole new outline uh, based on a nonfiction genre. And sure enough, he was right. It kind of just poured out and we presented it at the next one. And then we we changed the path and direction of this first book. And the other reason it was so hard, and that's what I shared with him as well and, and the class at the time, I wanted to do God's love story justice. How do you how do you articulate? something greater than you having occurred in your heart. And the greatest love story ever, ever on this planet is God and Jesus and the redemption that occurred with that and the Holy Spirit coming to those of us after Jesus rose from the dead. You'll have to research that. If you have your Bible, I know some of you may know this, but if you don't, listen, it's real. It changes us. And I'm a living example, along with many others out there, And so when he showed up for me, when no one else did, and he loved on me faithfully and never abandoned me after I've already experienced abandonment and rejection and a lot of criticism and judgment throughout my life, 
I was afraid, <laughs> but he showed up and started taking care of my daughter and I, even in that existing marriage that was dying. It was divorce is a living death, but it starts before the divorce ever gets final. The marriage starts to die slowly when the relationship is broken and it's not be getting repaired. So he showed up. And when I messed up after his walk with me, <laughs> I was afraid he would abandon me. I wasn't worthy of his love and I messed up and I was afraid he was going to leave and stop helping my daughter and I, and then I was going to be in trouble uh, for sure homelessness. And I don't know what, and nope, he did not leave and he doesn't leave us. He walks with us. He's faithful. So the love story, I mean, it was from my journals and when I, started putting into book shape. I took all the journals and started condensing it and trying to summarize and create chapters and topics based on what the the moment was. And it was like over 200,000 words. And I called my raw manuscript. So that's why it took a lot of years because what do, I, what do you leave out from how God touches your heart and all the prayers I shared? Because every prayer we pray, he hears every single word. Even the wordless ones, your tears are prayers and he hears, he knows, and he responds. Guys, he sees, he hears, he responds. So that was reassuring. And that gave me the courage to step out and say, help me shape this. My biggest thing with the book, and of course this podcast, is my greatest desire is that others would know the love I learned about. A love that changed me inside and out. I'm not perfect. And I learned I don't have to be. <laughs> and it's so freeing. Looking at a screen and seeing your face, and I know some people understand this, I may not always like what I see. I may feel embarrassed about what, what the reflection is to myself. But God sees something else, and it's beautiful. And that's what I'm trying to walk forward in now, is that inner beauty that can't be explained. It's something that happens over time. And we finally get it. And just this month, our pastor mentioned one of the disciples in the Bible, John. Now, I've been reading the Bible over and over and over for a lot of years now, since my young faith started, and I started reading the Bible. And one of the disciples always referred to himself as the beloved of Jesus beloved of the Lord, like he's the most loved one. And you joke, and I always laugh about it. But finally, God used it to sink in. And I think I got it. <laughs> Do you know that it's okay to own the love God has for you and to walk in that love? And that's my biggest prayer for you from the book, from the podcast, and every other creative thing that comes out from us. It's okay. And I laughed with my husband this Last night, we were just praying about a lot of things. And I said, yeah, I'm beloved of the Lord. I'm, the beauty of the Lord is within me. And I'm of the royal priesthood. That's a scripture. We are of the royal priesthood. And it is great. It's magnificent. And we could be ourselves truly and share it with those around us. Because that's where the gifts happen. That's where the miracles happen. So it was really cool how that happened. And I want you to feel that too. So the book will come out and it, it took a lot of uh, years. Like I said, a lot of touches, a lot of people along the way worked with us 
and I thank every single one of them. And it's going to be as it should be. And you know what? One of my um, dear friends, Joni, Joni Counselor, she's one of the readers. Uh, my husband was my first reader of the manuscript, Joni, and then my other friend, Laura Case, Laura Donnell. She's going to be reading it this week, actually. And she wrote me a letter. She she read it in a matter of days, and it's at 70,000, 75,000 words right now. It's uh, almost finished with the rewrite. And her response was exactly what I had prayed for. I didn't want anything to be left out that shouldn't be. I wanted people to feel the love of God, to feel the hope that I had felt, the hope for them to be encouraged and inspired by faith, by God, by love, by people and community, and to get help, to understand where you come from, to read books, to learn, to be involved in other groups and nonprofits and connect with people and to have hope for the future. And she said it did that. I cried when I read her note, Joni, thank you. I cried because it, it was everything that we had prayed for. So that's what it's about. Sharing ourselves in ways that help other people blossom. And yeah, it was beautiful. So I'm, I'm so excited. So I think we're coming to the end of this introduction. And I don't even know how long it's been. But we're going we're gonna to have heart-to-heart talks. And I want you to please, please, please share your heart. Please share how we could pray for you. Please, please, please share. You know, sometimes our thoughts, we go back and forth a little bit. And if I lose my way, I'm so sorry. And feel free to put a comment down uh, to remind me to come back to something if I didn't go deep enough for you. I'd be happy to bring back the topic I touched upon. And we kind of got lost uh, talking about a lot of other things. And that's okay. You know, we're not perfect. We're just going to come and share our heart. And we want to hear your stories. We will also have guests on. I'm very excited to share that you're going to meet my husband, my second chance guy. That um, He's our Boaz, the promise, God promised for my daughter and I. And he has a wonderful, very heartfelt story as well to share with you. And he was vulnerable to share. And it's hard to share our deepest pains with those, especially if we don't know who's going to hear them and how they're going to respond. So for every guest, we welcome them with our heart. And I've found too, I got to tell you with uh, my book projects, I have other book projects in process and I conducted some interviews. One person I interviewed on this other project, it's tentatively called At the Crossroads right now. She shared with me that she had never shared her story with anyone until her interview with me. And so one of the things I feel God has called me to do is gather the stories help people share their heart and to bring it out. Because with my own self, I learned that when we share with others our journey, it not only helps the other person, but it heals us. There's something mysterious that happens when we share our heart with someone in a safe way. I have to say that in a safe place, safe way, we receive healing. And so does the other person. It it, it has that effect. So I'm very excited uh, for that. And, I think that's what's going to happen here. So I've had the pleasure of interviewing several people to date, and you'll get to meet them. Andrea is one. Liz is another, an artist. And Christina, 
a single mom. I, I got had the pleasure of getting to know Jenny, um, my stepdaughter, Jennifer. Her heart is amazing, and you will just love her story. Jamari, one of our first Bella Healing Hearts Foundation scholarship recipients. And there's so many more on the way. Stuart Fakita, you're going to really, really love his his truth, his journey. He's uh, experienced a lot of painful things. He's had a hard way. And every story that comes to us is different. And I, and I love that because each of us are unique and different. And that's what it's about. We don't have to be the same. And, and this is, you know, all of my heart and, and projects will be faith-based. We talk about God. We talk about scriptures. And it's inspiration, too. So anything that brings inspiration, we're going to bring to you and talk about. So we're going to have guests of all different backgrounds come share their story, share their heart. And the theme will be remain consistent that it is a junk to jewels kind of, you know, their journey from brokenness and despair to a beauty and delight, their journey, what they've learned. And sometimes, you know, the best lessons come through the most pain. <laughs> Sadly, our tough times, our tough seasons make us who we ultimately end up as. And I am thankful for every layer that's within me because without those tough seasons, I wouldn't be here. And I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And like I said, this last season that I've come from this, I call it the season of transition. I lost my mom. Our 20-year church family, God uprooted us for various reasons. And he moved us like he did Abraham. And I'm still feeling that, that change, that, you know, different thing. It's a different land he brought us to. But anything God does in our life is ultimately for our good. And it will be good. And then a situation at a, a career that I loved, I was doing quite well and blossomed there and learned, gained confidence of who I was. And that gave me the confidence to know that I, I, I am an entrepreneur, I am a leader, and I can do the nonprofit, I can do businesses, and that's what we've done. I became licensed as a realtor, and with my husband, we're Beachfront Becks at Beachfront Man Realty with the hope that that endeavor will fund the help to fund the nonprofit. And of course, everything we do with that and, and our books, there's a portion of the proceeds that will feed the nonprofit. So it all connects together and I'm glad. And you just never know how God's going to use you or, or where he brings you to carry out his purpose. So the situation changed at this job I loved and that's okay. It was meant to. I never would have left if it didn't change. And it gave me the the courage of what I needed to jump in faith and let's go all in on these heart projects and heart endeavors. So if you have a story that you want you hope to share, and if you think you'd be a good candidate for this podcast or you know to to see if that would work out, send a fest, a private messenger an email. And let's, let's connect, let's talk. And then we'll see if we can, you know, make that happen and share your story with others too. Again, if you're an author, I've probably read your book, but in case I didn't, introduce yourself because my home has piles of books everywhere. I have bookcases of books to read and they're like treasures. They are jewels. Every single book I have is a jewel and I love it. And I, I learned so many things that way. That's how I learned about Lewis Howes. I read his book. 
the school of greatness. I got into his academy and then I met Donald Miller. He's the other pitcher in the background, John Acuff. These guys inspire me. So, and women and ladies and Christine Hadine, her book, uh, I got to meet her too. And I'm going to participate in her program coming up soon for leaders. And it's good. So yeah, support your writers, support your authors, buy their books, go see what kind of programs they're offering. And as your budget allows, take part. And little by little, you know, more information will come to you. I am speaking to one heart at a time. And any questions you have, just send it in. We are here for you. If you have a prayer, you have a question, interested in being a guest, you know someone else that has a story that needs to be shared, send them over. Yeah, let's do this together. Thank you so much for listening today. And this is just a first. And mind you, as we learn and and develop our skill set, it's just going to improve because that's what happens with practice and time. Check anyone out who's the expert out there. They all started somewhere and they become who they are with them showing up by faith and courage to do what they do. And that's what I'm doing. I'm stepping out by faith. I I did baby steps many years ago. You, if you look me up, you'll find those beginnings. And this is a new beginning. I'm not a professional podcaster yet or the professional writer speaker. I'm a constant learner and I'll never be, you know, well, let's say not say never, but I'm learning to become the expert on inspiration. And for me, that's God and faith and and all the people that understand that your thoughts and your words matter and to keep your focus on good things. So I collect affirmations. If you have some good ones, I love uh, reading them and learning them. I, I do my inspirational quotes. I read through books over and over to meditate on things that bring joy and right thinking to me. So I encourage you to do the same. Thanks for listening. I wish I can hug you. Um, I wish I could be there in front of you to say, you know, you are valued. You are worth worthy. You are important. You're beautiful. And share yourself. Share your talent. Get connected with other people. Find a, a, a faith-based group and, and learn about life. Learn about things higher than ourselves. It's worthwhile. And I look forward to hearing from you. And wait till you meet my husband, Scott Beck. So take care. Have a beautiful day. Be blessed. And thank you for listening. Junk to Jewels with George Ed Beck. Take care.